Welcome once again to I'm a Keeper Living by Design with Dr. Ray W. Lincoln. In this episode, Dr. Lincoln will talk about the vital importance of boundaries for your NT child. Now, I'm a Keeper Living by Design with Dr. Ray W. Lincoln. Welcome. I'm Ray Lincoln, and we're going to be talking about the establishment of boundaries again. And this time, in regard to the NT child. Now, I hope you've done the child temperament key and the adult temperament key, because it's necessary for us always as parents to understand who our child is at the core, at the center, really what's driving them, the urges and drives, and the same about ourselves, so that we can see how our child sees us as well as we seeing our child correctly. Boundaries are essential, or the child sees their urges as unlimited. Those urges don't come with clear boundaries to the child. The child's got to understand where the boundaries are, and so they test them. And not only are those urges seen by the child as unlimited without boundaries, but they see that they can be used indiscriminately, which of course creates, creates other and more problems. Life has to be lived within limitations or boundaries. The boundaries or the limitations of time of our resources, of our acceptability in relationships, and of our social connections in, at work, at play, wherever it happens to be. Most NT parents use a method of discipline that has many valuable aspects for us all to learn. They actually see everything through the consequences. And the use of their urges and drives that are actually shaping their lives. And of course, the lives of their child. They are very result-oriented, as we're going to see. So if you're dealing with an NT child, Please think of the results, the consequences of what you're asking or what you're demanding and think of how that child is going to view those consequences. Also think of how they're going to have to learn consequences. Because you see, the NT child will be very oriented to achieving their goals or not achieving their goals and what that means, and the path to the goals, and how that path can be disturbed by all kinds of contingencies. This is a thinking pattern that is typical to the NT child. So, the child from ages one to five, or even six, is in the very first stage of knowing themselves. That's the first thing they really need to do. They need to understand themselves. It doesn't come normally. It isn't easy. 
Why am I doing this? Why did I do it? Who am I? What's really driving me to do these things? It's a big subject, and children are learning how to understand and know themselves. But they have another problem, knowing their world. And so they have to understand what's going on with their parents, why their parents do this and that and different from what they do, etc. And their friends and playmates and, and everyone else that they're meeting in their lives. They're still very puzzled about those temperament urges deep inside them that seem to consistently make them want to do things a certain way. Now, these kids, the NT children, are children that if it doesn't make sense to them, don't want to do it, will refuse to do it, and they're saying to themselves, why should I do it? So in a sense, the NT temperament can be understood with the phrase, if it doesn't make sense to me, I will not do it. Why should I? Notice two words in that phrase. If it doesn't make sense to me. Now, it may make sense to the parent. It may make sense to everyone else. But if it doesn't make sense to them, their urges and their drives are saying, why in the world should I do this? And I'm not going to do it. I want to understand why. Sometimes that message, if it doesn't make sense to me, I won't do it, is said without words. It's spoken in unflinching looks and calm, determined resolves to disobey. But they don't see it as disobedience. They see it as they are being forced to do something that they don't see makes any sense to them. Now, parents, I'm sure have noticed, this can infuriate them. That is, the parents. Particularly if the parents are of another temperament, different from the child. And if you've been listening to this series, you know that the parent and the child, there is no guarantee that they will have the same temperament. In fact, most often it is another temperament. So they have to learn someone of different urges and drives. Now with the NT child and boundaries, we need to talk specifically about emotions. Actually, we're going to be talking about emotions, not just for the NT child, but for the NF child. The fact is that the NT child and the NF child actually look at emotions, think about emotions, take opposite stances or positions about how to think about emotions, and they really do think differently. So, you see, the NT child 
is basically saying emotions are somewhat of a mystery to me. I don't understand them. Why in the world should I pay any attention to feelings? I need to pay attention to facts and what I know is the right way to do something. Feelings really are unimportant. So they tend to lock them up in a little box and throw the key away <laughs> and say, I don't ever want to feel emotions. So one thing becomes very apparent. An NT child is not very familiar with emotions. And that familiarity with them is something they're going to learn over and over and over again, but only to a small degree as they are traveling through their early years and their teenage. Let's look at this from another point of view. Parents often are emotionally hijacked by their own anger at what they see as unadulterated impudence in their anti-child. Parents can't afford to have that happen. We have to be better than that. Somehow parents have to be self-controlled. They have to learn, particularly with the NT child, not to take things personally all the time. We expect, as parents, that our love and our continued sacrifice in raising this child should be returned, not insulted or spurned. But that's an unrealistic expectation of the child's developing independence. From the very beginning, or at least from about one year of age, the child is really showing that they are different, that they are an individual, and that they need to emphasize their independence. Emotional parents will have a very hard task parenting their anti-children unless they control their emotions. That perhaps is the first and most important lesson that parents need to learn if their child happens to be an NT or an NF for that matter. Learn how to place boundaries on your own emotions. And then you will be more understanding and better as a teacher placing boundaries on your child's emotions and how they need to handle it and manage it and react. It'll also serve you well, as I've mentioned, with your NF child. So NTs, NFs, this is going to be a major factor. So here's a rule. The rule is, in establishing and teaching boundaries, always think before you leap. Always think before you create the boundary. Always think about how you are handling the boundary, etc. So another thing to keep 
very much in mind is back off when a stubborn child refuses to do what you ask. That's initially. Initially, back off and think. Think first of calming yourself as the parent. Or your NT will actually become impossible to manage. We have to be calm if we're going to be respected, listened to, and thought of seriously by an NT child. So remember, NTs typically act with disdain at the very first smell of emotion. Especially, of course, emotions directed at them. So, enough about emotion for a moment. Let's talk about another major factor in establishing boundaries with an NT child. They are debaters, arguers. So be prepared. The SJs, they will argue the leg off an iron pot. That's my parents' idiom. <laughs> but NTs are the champions of logic and of debate and skillfully use silence as a tool to confuse their parents. They can see the effect that their silence has on their parent. Their parent will lambast them about something verbally, maybe, which I probably shouldn't do, but the child will watch the rise of emotions in the parent, and the child will immediately say to themselves, Aha! <laughs> I have really got to them. I've got under their skin. <laughs> I am handling them. And they are not necessarily handling me. Silence is a language. Silence says many, many things. You can say a huge amount with silence. And sometimes things that have to be understood and are difficult to understand with just silence. Now, the NT child seems to work with the motto. If you can't beat your parent, then please attempt to confuse them with endless argument. And you may be able to wear them down. In fact, lots of children keep arguing with that single fact as the goal of what's happening. I want to wear my parent down until they change what they have just told me I have to do or not do. NTs have very sharp debating skills. So stick to what is right, what you know is right, and don't be dragged into a debate. There is no point in debating or arguing with an NT child. Make your statement. This is what I need you to do. Repeat it. Don't argue. Don't be led off into some side trail by them 
that suits their purpose, not yours. Entes are all about sense and reason, as I've indicated already, and the early development of logic and argument at this young stage is well underway. Therefore, make sure that you make sense to them. Think of how it appears to them, not you. A request or rule is all about their perception of it. So enter their mind and state it according to how they are going to see it. Address the situation in a way that makes sense to them. Well, there's another aspect that's important, delivery of the message, the request or the rule. Make sure first that your rule is fair and rationally defendable so that if you have to give a reason for it, which you often have to do with an NT child, not entering into a debate, but stating a reason, the reason must be able to be rationally defendable. Second, make sure it is delivered in a calm and measured tone. That's very important. You see, to do so highlights whatever comes first. So never start with a negative, even if you're speaking calmly. A negative to the NT child at the beginning of a conversation is an accusation. It's a put down. It's a blow to their pride. Do that and expect trouble. Don't lecture them. Instruct them. Help them. Show them reason. And do it while showing respect for their intelligence. Because an NT child will think that they are intelligent. In fact, more intelligent than you, the parent. Let's talk about another thing for just a second. Interruptions. If a child, an NT child, is busy in a project, they will resist being interrupted, whether it's a play project or a work project. Being interrupted causes them to lose their train of thought, makes them go back and have to do things that they've already done, and they resist this in a big way. So, if you have to interrupt them, make sure it's a good time to interrupt them, or it's so important that you begin by saying, I know that you're deeply in thought about something, you're right in the middle of this task, but there's something I have to say. There is an interruption that is necessary. Let's think now about being logical. An NT child will expect waterproof reasons. No leakage. No logical leakage is important. They have 
sharpening logical skills, and they'll continue sharpening those skills as the years go by through teenage. So it's a good idea that a parent really trains themselves in arguing in a sensible, reasonable, logical manner. Be very prepared, because if there are holes in your argument, an NT child is very likely to find them. And if they do, you lose the argument and you lose their respect. And losing their respect is the major thing. Because an NT will only listen and value what someone else is saying if they truly respect them and know that it's worthwhile in their mind listening to that person. If you happen to win the argument, then remember this, they will not admit it. You simply win and there is no applause from them. <laughs> Let's talk about discipline in respect to boundaries for a moment. The rule with an NT child is abuse a privilege and you lose the privilege, period. That's all there is to be said about it. Remember, everything is a privilege. Their phone is a privilege. Their right to play with toys or friends. These are privileges. If they abuse a privilege, they lose a privilege. Everything is a privilege. Look at it this way. Argue this way. And just emphatically say, this is the rule. This is a privilege. You understand that. You've been told that. If you abuse a privilege, what happens? You lose it. As a parent, I don't have to say any more. You lose it. The child must then face the consequences of their actions. Get them used to the mean, the, the meaning rather, of consequences to them. The reason for this is life is all about consequences. I mean, we act, and if something consistently happens when we do that, unless something's wrong, we learn. <laughs> and we say, oh, uh, that doesn't serve my purposes. That's not very good. I need to do something about it. You see, if an NT doesn't reach their goal, doesn't get what they're after, because they did not heed the consequences of their actions, an NT learns. They are focused on that. So, look at consequences, and consequences are contingencies for an NT, something that happens on the way to their goal. And those consequences must be taken into account or they fail to reach their goal. NTs are driven with the fact 
that they need to reach their goal. Consequences simply change the way that they will arrive at their goal or block the passage to their goal, and they are the ones that have to deal with consequences and learn to adjust to them. Now, if you happen to be de defending a right position, simply be firm, calm, of course, and unmovable, because it's right. If you keep changing uh, a different nuance to what to the way you're looking at this thing that is right, this command, this request, or whatever it is. They will quickly pick up on that, and they will see it as an opportunity to burst through and break through and destroy your argument. We've said it, but let's say it again. Never, never get angry or emotional with an NT. There may be some exceptional circumstances where you have to. But it is never the rule, and it is a rare thing that happens between parent and an NT child, or should be. Remember how they feel about emotion. They will also turn and use your emotion against you. They will see the advantage when you get emotional. So don't forget to show your admiration for their logical reasoning skills and stick and simply stick with what is right. If you know it is right, don't move. Stay there on that point. And don't argue with them. You see, an NT will argue at every opportunity, and they will try and win. And if they argue from one point of view, and they don't win, they'll try another point of view. And if that doesn't work, another point of view. And they will keep going until they find how they can argue to defeat you. So, it's simple. With an NT, you say something like this. You are not treating your friend nicely. You lose the privilege to play with people when you don't treat them nicely. So I'll give you one more chance, that's all. If you don't treat them nicely, you know what's going to happen. You're going to lose the privilege of playing with your friend. The parent must also understand they have to mean what they say, and they have to follow through. So it's a matter of think before you leap. That's the challenge of an NT child. Well, next time we're going to be talking about the NF child. Now that's going to be complicated. So next time, the most complicated temperament of all. 
the NF temperament. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more or have any questions or comments, please log on to www.raywlincoln.com. There you will find much more information about Dr. Lincoln and the many services that he and his associates can offer to help you lead a more fulfilling life. You will also find the many resources available, including Dr. Lincoln's best-selling book, I'm a Keeper, as well as Inner Kinetics, Your Blueprint to Excellence and Happiness. Also, get your copy of the just-released brand new book, Who Am I? Please be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode of this podcast, and please tell your friends so that they can join the family as well. Be with us again next month for I'm a Keeper, Living by Design with Dr. Ray W. Lincoln.